Magazine with radio news from a national perspective, quality and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of Well, hello and welcome to All Things Radio 695. We're getting close to that 700 mark very, very soon. <laughs> yeah, the big one in Cincinnati. And we are back in Indiana. We've had a few few issues over the last few days with computers, but it all seems to be well. It always comes back together. And we're waiting on our good friends from Amazon to send us some new parts, but it's Prime Day time, so that could be delayed a little bit. But our show's not delayed, so Jeff's going to tell you all about it. Well, thank you very much, Bill. You said 700. I was thinking about the 700 Club, but we won't go there. We'll start things off with our radio news from a national perspective. Followed up with Jennifer Sparks' call letter and format changes. And Bill Sparks has a feature. It's an interview of Deion Sanders on 60 Minutes in 2023. Next up, we have a classic air check. Well, we did an air check of Tony Taylor from WORFM on May 2nd, 1968, a few months ago. This time, we're going to follow it up with Jim O'Brien on the same date, May 2nd, 1968. And tragically, Jim O'Brien was killed in a skydiving accident in 1983. And then we'll follow it up with our featured station, this time we're traveling to my hometown of Albany, New York. We're going to hear Country Legends on radio station WINU-FM. So all in all, I think we have a very busy show, and I'll turn it over to you, Bill. And you can, of course, uh, uh, talk about what's going on in Indianapolis with Bernie. We do. And, you know, it took me, I didn't actually pick up my radio till Wednesday. I got back on Friday, and I really hadn't picked up my radio. But I started dialing around i didn't see any changes and didn't see any. so i started paying attention today bernie and all of a sudden you know i i am really i'm kind of desperate here but yeah I, I, I was looking looking today and i listened just tuned in to 92.7 now, that is WTLC-FM. They have an AM at 1310. They also have another translator at 95.1. And also, well, maybe, a translator at 92.7. They are still broadcasting this translator, but they no longer mention it in any IDs. And I listened to several IDs. Of course, I had to do all this in the name of research, but um, listen to Tina Cosby and praise today and whatever it was going on. So I, my question to you is, what is going on 
with 92.7 and, and why would they just abruptly in its own purpose not mention 92.7 and they fully did every day before so what's going on I have no clue because I have no interest <laughs> so but what about research and science and stuff Bernie right well, well, you know, I you leave know, that to Bill. You know what's funny is that <laughs> legally, if translators don't ever have to identify except once every twenty-four hours, which I didn't know until I looked it up on the uh, on the web and the FCC maybe web. That's, maybe that's the deal right there. Maybe I don't know. I have a theory. And and but Gary has an interesting theory. Gary, come forth with it, please. My theory is that they're going to do something else with ninety-two-seven, so they're ah. trying to make you forget about it by just mentioning 95.1 and then eventually sooner or later they'll be doing something else on 92.7 okay that's Gary, my but the other thing you gotta remember the other thing you gotta remember oh, Gary, is it's so forgettable it's very I, I understand <laughs> that I understand that maybe they'll, yeah. maybe they'll make a I'm disco station out of a book theory, maybe they'll make a disco station out of a book called hey, Disco uh, 92 it won't, <laughs> it, won't, it won't be long but what okay, thirteen ten has to be has to be matched with an uh, well they put on an actual translator so they can link and unlink they don't have to I'm not sure how all this would work because usually like. You know, like one uh, 97.5 is a translator for WNDE, but it's also picked up by HD2 on 103.3. So don't they have to have a station that accompanies them or something? Or can they be a standalone station? You know... Uh, Ninety-two. Translator had to rebroadcast something. Yeah, they, I did too. Either a regular a signal from a regular station, whether it be AM or FM, or HD subchannel. And um, you know, and ten seventy has a better signal now on AM. By so I don't know if they could. So did they put it with the sports stations? They have a third sports signal. They could, but I wouldn't see what would be the advantage. They've got 93.5 and 107.5. And 92.7, does it come in good at your house, Bernie? It comes in pretty good here. I don't even know. I'm so sorry. I don't even know. They don't even come in here. I've never got them back here. They're that weak. Yeah, they're... can't even get them. Uh, yeah, that, so I don't know, but there's something going on. So stay tuned for further developments. And this falls under the category of you really don't have anything better to do. Get a life. Well, <laughs> but, that's what Bernie's asking you, Bill. I got I got yeah. intrigued by I, I I got intrigued by a post of yours, Bernie, and and, and that kind of says the same thing. He said he posted something about water and being served with lemon. Now, I hate water with lemon. I, I wrote back to you, and I said, I'll get rid of the water and the lemon. Just give me my gin and tonic. <laughs> there you go. I, I haven't even seen that yet. But um, I'm not going to be here next week. I'm going to be in Jamaica. Um, oh, wow. 
I'm not happy about it. I, I've never been there, and it's I'm kind of. Isn't this a wedding you're I going been, to? I've been to Jamaica, and uh, you and your wife will love it. Isn't you, this a you, wedding yes. you're going to, or something? Didn't you mention something about a, this back in? Is it a wedding or something like that? Or I forgot. I yeah, remember. it's a it's a uh, wedding. Yes, a destin one of these destination weddings. Yep, exactly. Uh-huh. But you, I, okay. I think that okay. you will like it. I'm not. I don't, I'm not talking about the radio, but but you'll definitely like the island. I've I've been there. I've heard that the people are really nice, and uh, uh, you know, and that they all they speak English. So you know, it's, yeah. it's really easy that way. But well, the change could I happen gonna, while I'm you're going to do something I never do. I am going to take a radio oh. to play with it because it's yeah. it's not it's not the same with your phone. So uh, I'm going to I have one of these small. Crane Skyway yeah. radios. Yeah. I think that Bill recommended it once. I yeah, did. I have one of them. Uh, my track record's not so good on that, Bernie. I think I recommended <laughs> a, a speaker to that you. That was back when it was, though. Yeah. That's back when your uh, track record is really good. Yeah, yeah. but that speaker uh, kind of took to that. I think you'll find a better results on FM in Jamaica than it used to be on AM because I know yeah. a lot of the AM stations are no longer around. But, the, no. but you'll, have a, you'll definitely enjoy it down there. We are not you big on this. Reggae, yeah. yeah, a lot of reggae and a lot of and the news. A lot of it's very old fashioned on the way they do things. Some, there are stations down there that take the news from the BBC. There are radio stations that do the obituaries and they read the obituaries out of the out of the newspapers because a lot of people cool. A lot a lot of people don't get the newspapers and the radio is still the way of getting some news in those in that area. Wow. So yeah, cool. oh yeah, you'll definitely uh, enjoy before it. you go, you should play uh, Kokomo. You know, head out yeah. that way. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, no. No. You don't have to. You don't night. have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to do your radio show next week? Well, he can voice track. Putting, uh, putting him in the can ahead of time? Oh, uh, you mean my, my yeah. yeah, yeah. Your show. No, not, I, won't, I won't do one. Oh, okay. I'll be gone. So yeah. somebody I'm else will have... I only missed one other one this year, and that was in uh, February, so... I figure I'm entitled. And sure. Plus, sure. My, my boss tells me I don't ever have to do it if I don't want to, and I can do as much as I want to. So, so you know, words, the words we got to say about Bernie when he gets on that we be jamming, we be jamming. That's right. That's all I'm saying. Bernie Marlin. And, he, and I'm going to be, I'm going to be high as a kite. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well, thank, thank you very much, Major. Thank you very much, Major. Yeah. Thank you very much, Major Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe he'll be on 92.7 when he comes back. Uh, yeah. When I come back, that's what I'll do. Yeah. It'll be my station. Yeah, you're, you're the only one that'll listen to it. Only one that can get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, does it come in well at your house? Yes, it does. Okay. It does. So we're not that far apart. So it does come no. in well. But I don't usually tend to um, linger on it. I listened to the Tina Cosby show today and to see what was going on in the community. So I got to know. know. Like, I'll turn on CNN the next time or whatever. (laughs) Fox News, whatever. I'll turn something. I'm I'm looking forward to the podcast next week because since I won't be here, I'll be able to but the thing yeah. is, in Jamaica, you can buy uh, international phone packages, and uh, I could probably call in and do the show, but I don't know what's going to be going on. I, you yeah. know, I don't know. What's the, do you know the, what the time difference is? Or is there there's one? no, there is no time hour. difference. It's, oh, it is an no, hour. That's is. right. 
Yeah. All I'm going to tell you is, but use that money to buy some drinks or a good dinner. You're going to want to be partying. You're going to have a good time. Drink plenty of those pina coladas or those Mai Tais or whatever they make down there. You'll pina coladas. Okay. Yeah. Then Rupert Holmes, you, you're not going to be Rupert Holmes. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, try not to get caught in the rain anyway, you know. Yeah. You know what? I don't even mind getting caught in the rain. <laughs> hey, before yeah, we... Be tropical. Be and, and, uh, and you may not be even be into champagne either, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, right. before I we do... Champagne. Yeah. Before we start Jeff's award-winning news, just a shameless plug. Tomorrow afternoon, 4 o'clock, we're going to introduce a new show. I've never done this type of show before, and there may be a reason. It's going to be the late 50s, early 60s show from the golden age of rock and roll. We'll be doing that tomorrow. That's going to take the place of Steve's country show. So I can either go one or... Are you? Yeah. He, he is. I'm going to be really? there and yeah. try to help, and uh, we'll see what yeah, we can do. Yeah, I am going to do the show. Yeah. Hey, wow! I can do a gospel show, so I figure I can. I heard that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not so enthused no, about I'm looking that. Looking forward to this tomorrow afternoon. No, okay. Yeah. Check it out. I'm, I'm planning to be there. Should be yeah. Fun. Be there, be square, whatever. But now, right. more importantly, we've got the all-important. All important. Wait, before you do that, yeah. Before you oh. do that, I want to tell you, uh, if I don't listen to your uh, segment tonight, you tell me because I saw it on sixty minutes. Oh, okay. Okay. That's okay. that's a pretty good one, Bernie. It, not, it was a very do, good segment. Nothing very to do with sports or anything like that. It, it, have no, I, that. it was too interesting. I, I watched the whole thing. It was too good. Oh, okay. You know, right. we're we're just trying to. Trying to do something a little bit different than Jeff, so we figure we'll do a little bit of that. Hey, uh, they put it right out there for you to take. Uh, I acknowledge him. I admit where it came from freely. Oh, absolutely. Right. It's yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah. Well, let's see what our friend Jeff. Has come up with on his radio news. Are you still our friend, or are you guys still on the good terms now? And <laughs> well, we get along to our li- We'll we'll get along again to- after the show. You know what I mean? I'm trying to start something before I go away. <laughs> yeah, we 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 might as well. Uh, we're too yeah. old. Jeff and I are too old. So here we go, Jeff. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. Odyssey skips an $18 million debt payment, while Urban One is threatened with delisting from the Nasdaq Stock Exchange. We'll let you know what's happening on the street. And finally, is that iPhone 15 too hot to handle? It was another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and the buzzword this week again is finances. It seems as though we talk about the finances of the radio business week after week after week. This time it involves Odyssey and Urban One. In the case of Odyssey, they have elected to skip their $18 million payment, which was due at the end of September. However, Odyssey has a 30-day grace period to renegotiate terms of the loan with the lenders. The lenders will probably want to negotiate with Odyssey because they'd rather not see Odyssey go into bankruptcy because under the bankruptcy terms, they would probably get a lot less money on the payment of that loan. In the case of Urban One, Urban One has received another delisting notice from the NASDAQ Stock Exchange. Urban One is going to fight the delisting notice, and there'll be a hearing, and we'll let you know what happens in another All Things Radio live broadcast. Now it's time to take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. Maddie Siegel, Don Dr- 
Geronimo and Axel Ortiz are returned to radio. In the case of Don Geronimo, morning man at radio station WBIGFM in Washington, D.C., he was unceremoniously fired from the radio station after making negative comments about TV sports anchor Charlie McBride working at television station WUSA TV in Washington, D.C. Maddie Siegel, who had been doing mornings at radio station WXKSFM for 41 years in Boston, Massachusetts, also teased a return to radio. You might remember that Maddie Siegel did not get along with his co-worker, which caused his abrupt retirement in a recorded announcement played on WXKSFM. Now let's move to Atlanta, where Axel Lowe is also teasing a return to radio as well. Axel Lowe was the program director and morning host at radio station WNNX-FM, and when he couldn't come to a contract agreement with Cumulus, he also left the radio station. But now his non-compete contract clause is over. Axel Lowe is also teasing a return to radio in Atlanta, Georgia as well. Congratulations go out to Jim Murphy, who for the last 32 years has been doing mornings at radio station WIXX-FM in Green Bay, Wisconsin. The station broadcasts a pop CHR format. Jim Murphy came to this radio station after working for three and a half years in New Orleans, Louisiana at radio station WLMG-FM. Here we go again, another curated channel on Sirius XM Satellite Radio. This time it's channel 14, which will be hosted by the recording artist John Mayer. When Alpha Media exited bankruptcy, they petitioned the FCC for foreign control of the company. And the FCC will allow those foreign investors to hold a 49% stake in the company. Now let's move back to Washington, D.C., where radio station WBIG has hired a new morning man to replace Don Geronimo. His name is Paul Jackson, and he comes to this radio station after doing afternoons at radio station WMMR-FM in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, which is owned and operated by Beasley Media. Cumulus has made changes to the radio landscape in Kansas and Missouri, with radio station KMJK-FM moving from 107.3 to 105.1. The new slogan for 105.1 KMJK is Power 105.1. What's going to happen with the XKCJK-FM, which was on 105.1, we don't know. And what will happen with the radio frequency 107.3, also licensed to Kansas City, Missouri, owned and operated by Cumulus? We'll let you know in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. Another news, EMF adds another radio station. This time, it's in State College, Pennsylvania. EMF will acquire silent radio station WNLI-FM, transmitting on a frequency of 94.5. This allows EMF to install the Air One Christian format in State College, Pennsylvania. Now let's move to Knoxville, Tennessee, where Loud Media has made some changes at radio station WKVL-FM. They're now playing music from the 90s and 2000s, and we'll let you hear an air check of this radio station in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. If you love classic country, you're going to love this new tune-in radio station hosted by actor Tom Hanks and Debbie Daughtry, former presenter at radio station WFMU-FM. The station is called Country A Go-Go, and they'll be playing country music from the 50s through the 1970s. It seems as though we're doing more and more stories about individuals retiring from radio. This time it's Pat Martin, who is retiring from his morning show position at radio station KSEG-FM in Sacramento, California. Owned and operated by Odyssey, the station broadcasts a classic rock format. Pat Martin has been working in the Sacramento, California market since 1988. Before coming to Sacramento, California, he also worked at KGB-FM in San Diego, California as well. The Museum of Broadcast Communications in Chicago, Illinois, has inducted the following 12 individuals into the Radio Hall of Fame posthumously. Bob Grant, on-air radio personality and talk show host. Dave Robbins, programming executive. Ed Christian, owner of Saga Communications. Jack the Rapper Gibson, on-air personality. Joe Butterball Tamburo, programming executive. Log John Ebel, radio talk show host. Marty Glickman, play-by-play sports announcer. Mary Turner, on-air personality. Steve Rivers, program executive. Terry Dorsey, on-air personality. And Tom Rounds, radio executive. Finally, users of the iPhone 15 Pro are saying that it's too, too hot to handle. The phone is overheating with the temperature of the phone reaching 115 degrees. This is caused by a software glitch because of applications running in the background. The applications causing the problem seem to be Instagram and Uber. Look for Apple to come out with a software update to correct this problem in a future update. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, 
podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. Thank you very much, Jeff. Very interesting. No, I wish no, I could way, skip one of those payments. Out. Yeah. Sorry. I said I wish I could skip a payment like that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering what Matty Siegel's going to do. I, I would think that if he comes back, if it's a musical format, he could do some kind of talk thing, any, any number of things. But I'm thinking that if he does musical roots, I would think he'd sort of do classic rock because he was a BCN DJ before he went to KISS. And I never knew totally his association with the music he was playing on Kiss, but you play what you're supposed to play. And, and in the mornings, you might only have to play four songs an hour, so it doesn't much matter, you know? If that. And the, Well, the other one yeah. is Axel Lowe. Of course, we know about that Atlanta. And, and of course, uh, Don Geronimo. I don't know why he's coming back. I mean, Bernie and I were talking about this on All Things Radio, and I've heard him. He just, it, it, I don't know. It, please, just go, go, go. I mean, it, yeah, it just... He, it's time to move on. It's, it's time to it's go. Funny. There are there are certain certain guys like that who uh, people just hire. They just hire, and they know they're going to have to fire them at some point. Yeah. But they think that they they think they have some sort of clout, and so they hire them. It's a name. Yeah. You know, well, it's a name, and they figure. I know that happened. Uh, they were trying to start a ten sixty, and I don't even remember what his call letters are going to be. But somebody was starting a business format there at one point. Uh, a few years, oh, I don't even remember how long ago this had to be. Well, it's, they brought back Jerry Williams, and Jerry Williams was, you know, he died very soon after that, and the, he was only on the air like two days. And, you know, I mean, people do these things, and Jerry had already sounded, RKO had reduced him to weekends, and then uh, he, he wasn't even doing that anymore. He didn't sound good anymore. It was probably the early 2000s. I don't um, remember exactly. And, and, I, and I hate to say it, the other announcer that I really think needs to go as well, and I, I really, and I, because I always liked him, was John Records Landecker. But listen yeah, to him on WGN. Yeah, yeah, it, it, really, it, really it really is time to say. Almost painful. It's like the Mickey year, Mouse Club. It's not, now it's time to say goodbye. And that's what I think. All I, the company, yes. That's, yeah. That's what I think about. I mean, I, and I like John Records Landecker. I always did. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I've, no, I've heard I agree. Air I mean, yeah. I, I've had air checks in him way, on his, w- his book was really good, too. And it was a good book. And I've air checks him on WIBG yeah. in Philadelphia. He was, uh, he was on uh, a, a CFTR in Toronto, and he really was great. I mean, he was a good announcer. And, but, he but, did a but, couple shows here at WIBC, uh, doing a couple of morning shows. And I was in the same building, and I was doing morning, so I didn't even know he was there. Or I would have gone to say hi. That would have been kind of fun. But, you know, it's like in sports. Remember, uh, Jeff, and he didn't, you, you'll even remember this, Willie Mays. He kept playing and playing until he couldn't play anymore. He fell down in the outfield trying to make a catch in the World Series for the Mets. And, you know, you got to know when to, when to go. Yeah, I, I, I get that, Chris. And, unfortunately, there are people who don't. And, and they, sometimes they need the money. I mean, uh, but, uh, yeah, you know, what can I say? But I, I, I really It's didn't. hard to imagine that some of those people need the money, but maybe they do. I don't know, but uh, I well, think they, they just they need something. And again, it's not necessarily the people in that bracket, but it's probably everybody. Uh, what when they were there's a statistic when they, the strike started a couple of weeks ago that 60 percent of people live from paycheck to paycheck. So that would include all kinds of. If they make a hundred thousand a year, they spend nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine of it. You know. Well, there's an old story about the people oh. who win the lottery when they take the full time payment, not the annuity, but just the full payment at once. Most of them. 
I've lost all their money after five years. Yeah. So what does that tell you, Chris? It says they don't. They didn't invest. And, and well, when I was a good athlete, a good athlete and agent. Saturday, when I, when I go ahead, on Saturday, I am going to be very careful with my money. Yeah, <laughs> don't blow it all in Jamaica. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Chris. <laughs> You'll have a lot more friends in Jamaica than anyone thought. You will. You will. Oh yeah. Doesn't have to worry about a little radio. <laughs> by, <Yeah. laughs> by a radio station. You could. Not in Jamaica. No, I don't think no. so, Bernie. No. But I will tell in you fact, that. I don't think. It, Go ahead. I would never buy a radio station. You know, I don't. No I, and I, as much as I'd like to invest in radio, and I, I, I thought it would be a good investment, it's not. I don't think it's such a good investment as 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 you might think. I mean, it, it it it's a lovely business if you want to, if you want to lose money. Unfortunately, and and, and, and if it's a publicly traded company, the radio stocks just aren't. They're not the darling of what they used to be twenty years ago. He could buy the building, is what he could buy. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. They're on Monument the Emmis Building. He could buy that. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Go someplace to if I if I won that money, I'd buy and it right you, out from under Jeff. And remodel yeah. it and turn it into condos <laughs> and make more money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You'd do something. Speaking well, of doing something, enough, Jeff. That building Yeah. That building needs a lot of work. Does it? It's, yeah, they're not they're not keeping it up like they should. And why would they? Jeff doesn't care, you know. No, he's, he's selling it as long as he gets the right price. And 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 yeah. from what from what it's all the all the writings have told me, it's it's a prime real estate property. It's in the prime area of downtown. It New is. Virginia. It is. So, and so it'll buy it. There'll probably be a shakeup when he does buy it because all of those stations will have to move, and so oh, you God. know that's that's when I quit. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it is yeah, going to be. Well, I don't need the hassle, you know. I really don't. Yeah. I mean, I I run all my own equipment, and everything now. But if if they change everything and move everything, I I don't really. I'll, I'll yeah. just kind of quit. What, what makes me think they wouldn't put it back exactly the way it should? Because be. Because every <laughs> time a station moves like that, they always buy new equipment. <laughs> they always do. Yeah. How many times have you worked someplace and they moved office buildings or moved in to a different part of the building? It never is the same. And it's never the same, is it? Never. Never. In fact, a lot of times when they move, as as was said, they they, they tend to buy new equipment. Um, I mean, when you go to the building where Jeff owns now, Everything was new because then we went the computer. Right. Yeah, and things, you know, you're familiar with the way. I can pick things up here in this studio and move them around, and then I don't know how to do it because I'm so used to doing it the other way, and things are all changed, you know? Oh, yeah, where did I put that? Yeah. Yeah, or how does this hook up? You know, you can take apart this mixer and this, that, and the other, and you can't even get it to work. Well, and I I know we've kind of hit on this before, but when when we went to Wide Orbit, uh, the people at Wide Orbit had no interest in showing a blind person how to use their equipment. None. 
Yeah, and in, in reality, <laughs> there was really no impetus for them to do so because they didn't care. Emmis had already bought. They hit off. They had already bought the product. Yeah. Well, fortunately, there was a way around it. And you were lucky that you had a forward-thinking engineer who who, who could figure that out to make exactly. Work. You know, exactly. that that's what I call thinking out of the box. But it doesn't always happen that way, unfortunately. No, it doesn't. I've been very lucky. You know, I know we made some changes here on the legend to make things sound a little smooth. I know, smooth. now I can't even operate the equipment. Right, and <laughs> right. And so uh, he said I had to get an engineer to come in. It took him days. And what took us a few seconds to fix, you know what I mean? So there you go. Either we're pretty stupid or they get paid a lot of money to stretch it out. One of the yeah. two, who knows? And well, how about, oh, okay, it's time for Jeff's. It's time for Jenny. And Jeff has to get credit for this one on Jenny because she was pretty sick on Tuesday. Still not feeling 100%. And Jeff helped her through this uh, ordeal that she had to get this recorded because she wanted to do it. She didn't want to not do it. So here's Jennifer. It probably her not best this week because of the way her cold and the way she was feeling. Or we hope it's a cold. Every time somebody gets sick now, you think COVID, 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 COVID. But, yeah, yeah, you know, that's what you think. But here we go. And thank you, Jeff. Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Sparks, and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of October 5th. KKML-FM 90.9, Minden, Louisiana, changes calls to KFLO-FM. KSYR-FM 92.1, Benton, Louisiana, changes calls to KVFZ-FM and changes format from not available to contemporary Christian. KFLO-FM 89.1, Blanchard, Louisiana, changes calls to KVSE-FM and changes format from not available to contemporary Christian. WSRP-AM 910, Jacksonville, North Carolina, changes format from silent to regional Mexican. WLSQ-AM 1240, Loris, South Carolina, changes slogan from WLSC Tiger Radio to Q Rock Radio USA. WSSZ FM 88.3 Kokomo, Indiana changes calls to WCKO FM. KCJK FM 105.1 Garden City, Missouri changes format from rock to urban contemporary and changes slogan from 105.1 The X to Power 105.1. KWBB FM 104.5 Upton, Wyoming changes format from not available
available to adult hits. W-O-I-R-A-M 1430, Homestead, Florida. Change the slogan from Radio Zoe 1430 AM to La Estación de la Familia. KMJK FM 107.3, North Kansas City, Missouri. Changes format from urban adult contemporary to urban contemporary and changes slogan from 107.3 KC's R&B and Hip Hop to Power 105.1 WHSS FM 89.5 Hamilton, Ohio changes format from silent to classic rock WAKI AM 1230 McMinnville, Tennessee changes slogan from ESPN Radio 1230 to 92.1 The Ticket. WBMC AM 960 McMinnville, Tennessee changes slogan from your information station WBMC 960 to WBMC Talk Radio. And those are your call letter and format changes for this week. For all things radio, I'm Jennifer Sparks wishing all of you a good week. Well, there we go. Thank you very much, Jennifer, and thank you, Jeff. Sounded you wouldn't have known. If you hadn't said she had a cold, you wouldn't know. I mean, I could tell she had a cold by her voice, but but still, you know, but she hung through it, got it done, and that's all you can do, just. Sometimes yeah. you just have to work through and it. That she had to meet the uh, the challenges of book talk uh, later on with all the craziness. Uh, yeah, it was going on. Yeah. yeah. Um, Bernie, have you ever worked through a show and you were totally 100% not feeling well, sick, whatever? Oh, yeah. yeah, like when, when you lose your voice. and I mean, you oh. have to be on the air and you lose your voice. <laughs> it's just... Yeah. It's not good. Or if you get sort of a a flu of some sort. Yeah. And I had that once. And, and it was the same day that Jess William was bringing a tour through the station. Oh, there okay. I was in the bathroom. Oh, that's not, that's not fun, <laughs> let me tell you. Say what? It's happened many a time. But you had to do well, what you had to do. Yeah. Part of the problem working yeah. at a radio station like that is like any radio station is a, it's a breeding ground. The one person gets sick, everyone gets it, no matter what, because you're all you all work in, a, in close quarters, and then, so you, you're in the studio, and you, when you when you say goodbye, the next person's in that studio, and there's not much you can do about it. Fortunately, that's not really the case anymore. But yeah, you're right. No, but like when you started, yeah, you know. it, was, it was the case, right? I mean, yeah. since COVID, oh, of course, sure. and they were they were all amazed, uh, and, and and they figured quickly. We all figured it out, but there were hardly any colds that next winter when everybody was home, or you know, the, or the end of that winter and the 2021 winter too, because people were still pretty much kind of home, so uh, it doesn't spread when people aren't in the same place. Do you have you ever had list? I, I haven't been sick for years. So, yeah, you know, I never miss a shift. Have you ever had callers tell you, you ought to really go home or you ought to, you know... Oh, I've had them tell me to go home, but it didn't have anything to do with me. Just on general principle, yeah, right. You really got to go home. Yeah. Get out. (laughs) I guess I asked for that one, but... I can remember doing the shows in all these years that one... One time I had to leave because my blood sugar dipped down to a 40. 
and that was just too low to stay on the air because I was actually just, you know, literally falling asleep or passing out on the show, and it, we'd have those. And, yeah, the, and I've never fallen asleep on the air. Yeah. I mean, it could happen, <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's happened to a lot of people, but... Oh, yeah. But... We can see where Bernie's going to be for the next 13 minutes now, though, because it is time hey, for that. Okay, though I've already I've already seen this, so it, yeah, it was great, and uh, you know, I mean, Aunt Teresa was that she was into it. Yeah, I mean, well, of course we'll talk about him after She couldn't understand why uh, uh, Deion Sanders was able to do this at the college level, you know. So it's a very interesting piece. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure we'll have a good discussion afterwards. Yeah. Well. well as Jeff yeah 13 minutes and like uh, Jeff says um, what does Jeff say without further ado that's it you where did you done. come up with that ado Jeff I don't know I heard someone say it years ago without further ado here we go dead giveaway right there conventionally 60 minutes doesn't profile the same subject twice in two seasons but convention doesn't intersect with Pro Football Hall of Famer Deion Sanders. Last fall, we met Sanders in Mississippi, where he was coaching Jackson State to prominence in a conference of historically black colleges and universities. Then the man who calls himself Coach Prime high-stepped it to Boulder, to the University of Colorado, taking his blazingly singular style with him. There, he hasn't just awoken a dormant program, but has transformed it into the talk of college football, if not American sports. Sanders is revered, he is reviled, but his sudden impact is indisputable. For the second time in two radically different environments, unapologetic as ever, he's shaken the sport like a snow globe. The story will continue in a moment. Are you the change agent? Are you the ultimate change agent? I, I, I make a difference. I truly make a difference. I make folks nervous, man. I, I get folks moving in their seat. I get folks twirling their thumbs. I get them thinking and second-guessing themselves. You know, have you ever been so clean that you walked in and somebody looked down at you, then they looked at themselves, they had to check themselves because you were so clean? I have that effect. That's the vibe you're getting. I have that effect. <laughs> that was some good game right there, but God, that was good. We ain't got next. We got now. We ain't coming no more. This was the scene in the locker room two weekends ago. Give me my theme music. Before the Colorado Buffaloes and their new coach, Deion Sanders, opened the season a 21-point underdog at TCU. Do your job. Everybody do your job. Colorado was fresh off a 1-11 season. TCU was fresh from playing in last season's national championship game. With skill and will, the Buffaloes won 45-42 behind their star quarterback, Shador Sanders. But the real focus, as ever, was on Shadour's 56-year-old father. It was his first win as coach of a Power 5 school, the highest level of college football. Do you feel like you were underestimated? 
you come here and it's, I don't know if Coach Prime can win. You must have heard what some of these other coaches were saying, both secretly and out loud. that's, That's fear. Fear. Yeah, that's fear. That's like, hey, man. Shoot, we don't want to let that engine that could get going because if that engine that could get going, he's going to start saying, I think I can, I think I can. And sooner or later, he's going to start saying, I know I can, I know I can. Then sooner or later, he's going to start saying, I did that. His Colorado debut drew national attention and monster TV ratings. Interest compounded last weekend when the Buffaloes played before the biggest home crowd in 15 years and beat rival Nebraska. This weekend... Both Fox and ESPN dispatched their pregame shows, The Rock included, to Boulder. Then the Buffaloes rallied late to beat Colorado State in a double overtime thriller. Three games into the season, the foothills of the Rockies marked the unlikely epicenter of an entire sport. What's this been like for you? <laughs> um, it's, it's been a, a lot of fun. Rick George, who hired Coach Prime, yeah, has been Colorado's that? athletic director for a decade. It's great uh, for us to be able to bring this program back to relevancy. And we had failed in my previous nine years, uh, ten years. Fair to call this a bit of a Hail Mary? It wasn't a Hail Mary, but it was a moment in time for our um, university and our athletic department that we were either going to be relevant or we were going to be irrelevant. It's too early to quantify the full prime effect. But merchandise sales up 819% from last season. Instagram followers up more than tenfold. Season tickets sold out. Sanders might be the ideal coach for these shifting times in college football. Another son, Dion Jr., is part of the army of videographers filming the team nonstop for YouTube and an upcoming docuseries. This team won one game last season. Mm -hmm. Is that, in a way, a, a point of appeal? God wouldn't relocate me to something that was successful. That don't make sense, do it? He had to find the most disappointing and the most uh, difficult task. And this is what it was, and this is what it is. And I love that. This wasn't dissimilar to what he told us last year, that God had called him Colette to come to Jackson State University and elevate, yes, the football program, but also all HBCUs. He stayed three seasons, but the same night last December that JSU won the conference championship, Sanders announced he was off to Colorado to climb another mountain. You left Jackson State and you left quick. What did you tell those I kids? Leave what did you tell those kids? I didn't leave quick. That's why well, I, uh... I didn't leave quick. I left when I was supposed to leave. We finished. Most coaches um, get a new job and they leave expeditiously. I finished the task. Did you yeah. say finish the task? Was there was there more work you could have done in Jackson? Or I think we did a tremendous job in Jackson. I think we laid down a tremendous blueprint. We tried to press Sanders on the circumstances surrounding his abandoning the mission at Jackson State. He's hinted the school's lack of forward thinking may have factored in his decision. But on this topic, he was about as elusive as he was returning punts for touchdowns in the NFL. What'd you tell his kids when you left? Um, opportunity. Call sooner or later in life, um, there will be opportunity that knocks at your door. And at this juncture in my life, I felt like the opportunity for not only me, but for my kids as well, was tremendous. Not only did we take several kids from that team, three trainers, maybe 12 to 14 staffers. So we afforded to give people a tremendous opportunity here. 
The distance between Jackson and Boulder is a thousand miles and immeasurably further culturally. Sanders went from a city that is 83% black to one that is 1% black. From a place with a water crisis to the kind of hipster college town where there's a shop devoted to kites. What are your first impressions? Uh, beautiful, unbelievable, just the whole peace and serenity of it all. I never fathom coming here. I ain't ever even vacation here, man. I ain't ever been skiing or whatever you call it, snowboarding or whatever, all the stuff. You know, I ain't never done none of that. You don't even fly fish. No, I don't. I fish. I fly why I fish, but I don't fly <laughs> fish. <laughs> Still, he wasted no time ingratiating himself in the community, including a visit to Peggy Coppa, a 98-year-old Buffalo superfan. Are you prime? That's what they call you. Do I call you that? Or? No, no, they call me anything. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, how about good looking? There you go. That'll do? Okay. He was less embracing of the incumbent Colorado players. At the first team meeting in December, Sanders encouraged players to enter the transfer portal, an open market for athletes to find new schools. I promise you it's my job to get rid of And make room for superior talent he planned to bring in. More than 50 players eventually transferred out. You got here and you didn't pull punches. You told some have, of these guys. Have I, have I ever? You take a team that's won one game and you fire the whole coaching staff. So who did the coaching staff recruit? The kids. So the kids are just as much to blame as the coaching staff. And I came to the conclusion that a multitude of them can help us get to where we wanted to go. You told most of these guys, the more you jump in, the more room you're going to make. Those of you we don't run off, we're going to try to make you quit. Yeah. You made it very clear. Yeah. Now, if you went for that, if you was, were able to let words run you off, you ain't for us because we're old school staff. We coach hard, we coach tough, we're disciplined, Marians. So if you're allowing verbiage to run you off because you don't feel secure with your ability, you ain't for us. If some kid said, you know what, no, I'm staying. You're not gonna run me off with your words. Right, stay. So prove it. I'm sure that you're Straight talk was appreciated by some, but is, is this scorched earth policy good for, for college football or for the kids? I think truth is good for kids. We're so busy lying, we don't even recognize the truth no more in, in society. We want everybody to feel good. That's not, that's not the way life is. Now, it is my job to make sure I have what we need to win. That makes a lot of people feel good. Winning does. I, I gotta push back on this. You're, you're the father of college Five. athletes? Yes. If they called you and say, hey, we got a new coach and they're telling me to get in the transfer portal. I say, son, you must be, you, you must not be doing well. That's what you'd you say. You must not be doing well because you should be an asset and not a liability. I'm honest with my kids. His kids include Shadur, the star quarterback, and Shiloh, the starting safety. Do you guys have any idea that you were going to be this good and capture the country the way you have? Yeah. You did? Yeah. I mean, we both didn't come here have our dad coach and just to lose. <laughs> a year ago to the day, we watched Shadur fling and zing touchdown passes at Jackson State. But there were questions about whether he could do the same against stiffer competition. Well, in his first two games at Colorado, he threw for nearly 1,000 yards without an interception. You were putting up big numbers at Jackson State. You're doing it here against teams in the Big Ten, yeah, this, Big 12. Yeah. Must be gratifying. Yeah, no, nah, these two games was the most yards I passed for in my career. 
So it's just it's just exciting knowing that you know uh, that it translate and like on a bigger stage, I just feel better. He's also, and again, welcome to today's college sports, translated his success into riches thanks to NIL, name, image, likeness, income. So much so, he drives a $190,000 Mercedes Maybach. And Shadur might not even be the team's best player. Travis Hunter also followed Coach Prime from Jackson to Colorado. His coach lets him play offense and defense, virtually unheard of in the modern college game. You've got two really good Heisman quality players on this team. Yes. Your son and Travis Hunter. Yes, sir. First half of the first game of the season, you're already publicly talking about Travis Hunter's Heisman chances. Who does that? A, a, a coach that loves his kids. The coach that understands that's what those kids desire. And I suppose to do that. That's what we told them when they were coming and choosing to play for us. My kids that play for me, they didn't choose a university. They chose me. That's the difference. Coaches have chosen to join Sanders as well. The staff he overhauled and upgraded includes former head coaches and former coordinators from schools like Alabama. Now that you're a power five guy, mm -hmm. who's the best coach in college football today? Let me see. Let me see a mirror, so I can look at it. <laughs> you feel that? What? You think I'm gonna sit up here and tell you somebody else? You think you think that's the way I operate? That somebody else got that on me? But I tell you this: I love and I adore and I respect. And every time I do a commercial with Coach Saban, it's a gift. Just sitting in his presence and hearing him and, and throwing something else out there so I could hear his viewpoint on it because he's forgotten more things than I may ever accomplish. So I'm a student looking up to this wonderful teacher saying, just, just, just throw me a crumb of what you know. For all the bling and bluster, there is some humility. And the current mania may die down a bit as Colorado faces a welter of tougher opponents the rest of the season. But Deion Sanders has invigorated a campus, a program, an entire sport. Game ball, Peggy! And damn if he hasn't made it fun. Give me my theme music! Up next, Andy Rooney. Well, there you go. There is, I don't think it was as well accepted by the listeners, but I thought it was pretty interesting myself. Oh, yeah. Well, the thing about him is he's a little bit of Muhammad Ali in 2023, and he was in the 80s and 90s when he played, and he's never going to back down. That he showed any humility about Nick Saban at all is pretty, that's the news story that I took away because he's not usually uh, bowing his head to anyone. But um, since they've won the to be to finish the story, or go on with the story, it's not done until the year's over, but they, uh, they're now 3-2. and two. They got blown out by Oregon State, and they lost uh, to USC coming back, but they, they, they took a lot of the uh, first stringers out for USC, and they came back. So, um, but they lost. So they're 3-2 and two now. Uh, it isn't easy to win at that level, to just come in there and do that. Um, he, it's understandable that he, you know, wanted the guys to leave. And if guys didn't want to even try at that school, well, maybe they didn't like that school that much. But kids are not used to 
negativity, especially at that level. If they've been uh, stars in high school and all this other stuff, they tend to have had an easy road from a lot, you know, from people in general. And parents aren't necessarily as tough as as, as when we grew up, you know. But no, I mean it's, it's true, and I think so. The kids kind of—he makes a good point. If you can let words run you off, then you know how how much grit you got, how much do you want to be here, whatever. Okay, so there's a lot of I'm sure talented players. Even though they had one win, they could fit in in other programs, and that's what that whole transfer portal is. But the the amazing thing is his ego, and um, and any coach has to have it. You know, you have to believe that you're. Because you're in charge of, you know, 100 people because you're running this program with about 70 players and a bunch of coaches and, you know, the whole administrative staff and everything else. you got to believe at that level that you're going to win. So that's not unusual, but to be as blatant about it, and uh, he, he, that's his personality, though, Muhammad Ali of, uh, of our day. That's well, Chris, uh, real, quick, saying, uh, real quick before we get to Karen, one second. Chris, you're going to anger the Ducks fans. It was Oregon, not Oregon State. That would oh, have okay. really Sorry been a story. That would Sorry. have really Sorry been a story if he'd have lost Oregon State. <laughs> yes, it would. Well, they, they're going to play them later, yeah. Yes, okay. they will. We got it. Karen, what's going on, Karen? Yes, uh, I remember when Deion Sanders first stepped on the field as an Atlanta Falcons uh, mm-hmm. player. He had uh, joined the Falcons, and he was flashy, no doubt about that. In fact, he had two nicknames. Uh, the one uh, that our color announcer used was was Primetime, which yep. most people know. His other oh. nickname was Neon Dion. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. I can remember. Did he yeah. play for the Braves, too? He did. And he played for the Reds, too. He played too. for the Reds, too, yeah. For a long yeah, time. Yeah, I, play, I think briefly yep. he did. He didn't do quite as well in baseball as he did football, no, but no. Uh, but he tried it. But in, in listening to him, Karen, it. and you probably heard uh, different interviews with him and stuff when he was there, uh, did did it sound like the same Dion to you? Yes, only a little older. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was like 40 years ago when, yes. uh, when he played. I think he was the, on the Braves that won it in 95, wasn't he? I think he was. Yeah. I'm not sure, though. I think so. So, yeah, late, late 80s, early 90s, he was he was in both sports. Like, uh, Bo, because Bo Jackson, had, Bo Jackson had done it, so he wanted to do it. And he did. Yeah. He was relatively now, now, successful. was he one of your favorite Falcons, Karen? Not particular. I mean, I, at first I didn't think I'd like him at all. But he was uh, in the media some, and... Uh, would do a few commercials or promos or what mm-hmm. and I you know uh, I got to where I, I liked I thought oh you have got the you know biggest ego and you're mm-hmm. really flashy are you that good a player that's just what I was wondering are yeah. you as good as you Report yourself to be, or right, and to put it, uh, you know, unlike Muhammad Ali, he is not a Hall of Famer in his sport as a player. No, you know, he, he was a good not. player, but he, he, he is was not a, a Hall player, of Famer. But wasn't the, you know, everybody thought he was going to probably take us to the Super Bowl. Right, right. Well, that's, that's a lot okay. of it. It's flash and it's publicity, but 
now, you know, time will tell. I mean, he's got, as, as we say, he's got three wins and two losses. Right after yeah. they did the three wins, maybe there used to be the Sports Illustrated curse. Maybe there's a 60 minute curse. I don't know, <laughs> but uh, he's gotten two losses since he did that, and we'll we'll see. Uh, and whatever he does, every Saturday people are like, well, "How'd their team do?" You know. And then what, what about Colorado? Everybody wants to know because he's brought oh, that yeah. attention, as he said. Yeah, that 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 was the very reason why he was on that game on ABC a couple of weeks ago. That's right. And Perry, what was the story a couple of weeks ago when they had the overtime game against Colorado State? They had the highest ratings. Highest, in, 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 yeah. Was, uh, the highest rated ever for the late night uh, football game on ESPN. Yeah, highest it ran rated to what, about 1.30 Eastern time? Something like uh, that? No, it went to about 1.15 Central time. All right, so 2.15 Eastern time. Yeah. And still had high ratings. Wow. Well, yeah, because people stuck around because it was an overtime game, and you know, it, you people just stuck around because no matter what Colorado does, good, bad, or indifferent, people are going to watch him no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yep. That All right, thank you, Karen. They hit him on that yep. game a couple weeks ago. Hmm. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Karen. Thank you, Karen. Thanks. All right. Wow. Unfortunately, I'm not as uh, familiar with the sports stuff that you guys know. <laughs> you, you, you talk, you, Jeff, you, Jeff, you talk about not being not. What's that, Barry? Um, I had my. I, you talk about being not familiar. I had my audio um, turned up where my wife could hear, and it, <laughs> being a non-sports person, uh, the feature was playing, and we were hearing something, and she said. Boy, he thinks very highly of himself. <laughs> yeah. Well, we know we have another cultural, another cultural icon, kind of that they're talking, still yeah. talking about. Her, Taylor Swift getting involved with the NFL, and uh, because she's going out with Travis Kelsey of the Kansas City Chiefs, and she's appeared at the last two games he played in, and uh, people think that she's boosting the ratings maybe a little bit, and maybe wants to make some sort of a deal with the NFL to. Maybe be a surprise guest at a Super Bowl or something. I don't know what they're uh, up, yeah, but I don't. I, you said a little bit, a lot, a lot. <laughs> She's boosting them a lot. Oh yes, she is. Yeah, yeah. And, she, and the thing is, you know, this this is our day now. There are thin walls between sports and media, sports and and uh, culture. Uh, you know, uh, culture and media. All these things blur because the internet put, throws them together. Used to be a separate. You know, when you, if you listen to a thing where, for example, now I, I go back to this, 1961, the day after Yuri Gagarin orbited the Earth, I heard the air check of Carl DeSouza. He didn't even mention it. You couldn't do a show of any kind now without mentioning something that momentous. So, you know, we blur our lines. We do water cooler talk everywhere. Well, and Travis Kelsey has gone from being a, a pretty good football player, actually really good, now he's a celebrity. Yes. yes, he is. But I'll bet Jeff we have more celebrity. Uh, well, I'm not sure. Checks coming, right? I, I would say <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure that you'd say that Jim O'Brien was a celebrity, but he made a name for himself in New York at WORFM. But he made even more of a name for himself after leaving WORF and moving to WFIL Radio in Philadelphia. Eventually, working at WFIL Television or PWPVI TV in Philadelphia as a news reporter, anchor as a news anchor and a weatherman. And still doing the radio show at the same time, that's a lot of work. 
And he did it with charm, with grace, and unfortunately, a serious, serious skydiving accident ended his life on September 25th, 1983, at the age of 43. But he is someone that people in New wow. York and Philadelphia revere, especially in Philadelphia. Uh, if you look any, anything up in the air about Jim, on the, I should say, the internet about people in Philadelphia radio, and you put in Jim O'Brien, there's a lot of people who were really upset when they lo- when when he lost his life in an accident that should never have been. Kind of tragic, Keon. But I think you enjoyed this air check. So here we go, Jeff. This week in my classic air check segment, we're going to revisit New York City and WORFM. A few months ago, we played Tony Taylor from WORFM on May 2nd, 1968. Now we're going to hear the late Jim O'Brien on WORFM on the same date, May 2nd, 1968. I love this radio station. Lots of soul, lots of gold, currents, and album cuts. The radio station was not calling themselves Boss Radio, but the Big Town Sound. And the radio announcer you're going to hear is one of my favorites, the late Jim O'Brien on WORFM from May 2nd. GTO and the Hearst Shifter on a Firebird 400. But give the older generation a break. Help them understand that the same money that buys a good car can buy a great one. Who knows, you might end up with a new Pontiac GTO and a whole new father-son relationship. Go! Go Pontiac Shun! You get a better deal, so get behind the wheel of a Pontiac. 
See him today. New York weather fair tonight. Low the middle to upper 40s. Right now, Midtown, 66 degrees. A public service reminder, your car has an ashtray. Please use it always when you drive through the country, please, because only you can prevent forest fires. You hear about a guy struggling to open his ashtray and he ran over a Smokey to Bear sign? W-O-R-F-M, million
back in our gang. I'd like to get to know you from Jim O'Brien at 436. Go away, kid. You bother me. The man who made these words famous was W.C. Fields. He's ranked among the all-time greats of comedy, and he now joins the pop poster personalities in the New York Sunday News. Like W.C. Fields, this 14 by 20 inch poster is one of a kind. You can't buy it anywhere, but you can get it free in this week's New York Sunday News. I wonder what Fields would have said if he'd have known that someday he'd be on the same wall as uh, Raquel Welch and Jane Fonda. When the twilight is gone At the end of my prayer For music, W-O-R-F-N Herb Alford and the TJB from their SRO album And the Mexican Road Race, PD Joe Secret Mike survey. Recently, Pontiac made the bold statement that your teenage son is the car expert. Well, exactly 98.2% more or less agreed. And now, in a daring break with tradition, your Pontiac dealer actually requests I play only the dissenting secret tapes. On this one, the mic was hidden in my necktie. Uh, would you say that again, sir, and talk into my tie? Talking to your tie, your belt buckle, anything. This punk kid don't know nothing. It was me who knew the GTO was the car of the year. And that right now you can get a deal so good that a Pontiac will cost you less than a lot of low price cars. And this punk kid don't know nothing. <laughs> See? Punk kid. Could you cry into my tie, please, punk kid? I think you should know the punk kid immediately went on a sit-down strike. New York weather, fair tonight, low in the middle to upper 40s. Right now, Midtown, 66 degrees. A public service reminder, every boys club has a full-time trained professional staff dedicated to giving youngsters fun and keeping them on the side of juvenile decency. Any boy can join a club for a penny or two a day or less, so support your local boys club. Jim O'Brien at 451. And as we used to say, when we see those beautiful chickies and those tight blue jeans, come on over. Palisades has a ride. Palisades has a fun. Come on over. Shows and dancing are free. So the parking so cheap. Come on over. Palisades from coast to coast. Where a dime buys the most. Palisades amusement park. Swings all day and after dark. You'll have fun. 
this Saturday and Sunday, see the chain reaction, the glories, Tony Middleton, the tweeds, the sound stations, and many others all in person, which is the only way at Palisades Amusement Park. The Big Town Sound, W-O-R-F-M. The brand new band in New York listed. in the history of pop music. It's up to you to keep it winning or stop it from spinning in ORFM's Million Dollar Battle. This entire weekend, you rate the greats and choose the champs. Special operators will man the battle lines around the clock, instantly tabulating your decision in this fight to the finish between the best on record. Get ready, New York. Jim O'Brien, and uh, by George, as long as we're traveling, let's go to Motown, all right? You don't have to make the whole trip, though, because listen to the fabulous Diana Ross and the Supremes in person at Westbury Music Fair on Monday night, May 13th at 8.30. Thrilled as such golden hits as you can't hurry love, and I hear a symphony. See and hear Diana Ross and the fabulous Supremes on Monday night, May 13th. Whenever you 
reservations and ticket information, call 799-7830. That's 799-7830. Benefit for the College of Pharmaceutical Sciences, Columbia University. Don't miss the fabulous Diana Ross and the Supremes. That number again to call is 799-7830. New York weather fair tonight. Low in the middle of upper 40s. Right now, Midtown, 65 degrees. A public service reminder, think library and you'll think wisely. Think library and you'll think books. But more than books, you'll think records, movies, magazines, maps, and still much more. Think library and then pay a visit. You will be glad you thought wisely. W-O-R-F-M, million dollar music. Get you in the mood for the action which kicks off less than 25 hours away from right now. The million dollar battle tomorrow at 6 o'clock. What great radio. WORFM and the radio announcer Jim O'Brien from May 2nd, 1968. A lot of people say that the Drake format didn't have personality. But if you listen close enough, you realize that the radio announcers on the Drake format, at least at WORFM, did put some personality into the format. However, they kept on playing music and it sounded really cool. Sadly, we lost Jim O'Brien in a skydiving accident. But thank God we have air checks of his to remember him by. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. For all things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Great station, Jeff. Oh, very oh. good. That's great to hear him because he worked at KLIF before he went to wow. the Northeast in like 67. He went from there to, I think, Philly and then to New York and then back to Philly where he pretty much stayed. And yeah. you know, it was great. That I loved hearing that guy. Nice oh, guy. It's an interesting uh, list of songs because what they did. They decided going in, you know, okay, so you go into these other towns, Detroit or Boston or whatever, and you know, well, we can beat BZ and MEX. We'll just do it, says Drake. And he comes in and he does it. But he says, WABC is not going to be knocked out. WMCA is doing well. So we're going to do something different. We're going to mix in oldies. And all those, this was Thursday. And at the tops of the hours, you know, million-dollar weekends they'd have on the Drake station. But at the top of the hours were, were oldies, you know, and the half hour were oldies. And they blended the oldies in almost song for song with the songs that were out at the time. And so this was not the same as what they did by the time we had another air check a few months ago of um, October of 69 when they went to album rock. And they were blending in the top songs of the day with uh, every other song was an album cut of some sort or occasionally an oldie, but mostly album cuts. There is a reason behind that. Uh, Chris, because yeah, when WR first went uh, went to to uh, separating their form for programming from their AM, they were kind of a, a progressive top forty, and people loved it. I mean, it had a cult following, but they didn't have the ratings. So when Bill Drake came in, he said, "I they they I can't put Boss Radio in New York. I'm gonna we're gonna have tons of protests." So he, he wanted to soften the blow of Boss Radio by putting the oldies in, by playing lots of soul, and by playing album cuts. And that's that. That's what he did. It didn't do quite as well when Sebastian Stone left in 1969, and they and they got uh, 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 more, uh, what's his name Phillips. I forgot his first, last name is Phillips. Um, and he, he kind of ruined it. He d- destroyed the rotation, and and all their great radio announcers were leaving. And of course, it took a call letter change, and it became at WXLO and 99X. Yeah. And then when uh, when of course Earp when of course Emmis bought them, they dropped that, that those top 40 formats, and they became Urban Adult Contemporary with WRKS FM, KISS 98.7. Yeah, but it was an interesting... But what it was, 
was a sort of a, a, a foreshadowing of what the top 40 stations started to do five and six years later when they were alternating oldies into their mix and just playing like half the time the, the hits of the day because ABC started to do stuff. You know, they started calling themselves music radio and they started to do that. So, and, and album cuts, they were sort of blending the three. So this was a, uh, kind of a look ahead to what uh, people were going to be doing uh, in the future. Yeah, I guess you could say that. And some great announcers came through there. Of course, Bill Brown went to CBS FM and Jim O'Brien went to Philadelphia. Steve Clark with the CBS FM, WPIX FM, and Johnny Donovan worked at ORFM. And of course, Tommy Edwards who worked with Larry Lujak on WLS in Chicago. And then the list goes on and on. So it definitely was a radio station that uh, I thought was good. Uh, didn't do well in the ratings initially, but well, you know, you can't win them all. Mm. Yeah, and, and by the time they went to XLO, they FM had really, uh, they were beating AM to the ratings. So then they were ready to just take ABC on uh, head on and just uh, beat them. And, and as, as you can say, WXLO had its own sound. You had Ron O'Brien, your Walt Baby Love, yeah. Jay Stone, a lot of, you know, they, they had their own a totally different sound. That was programmed by Jerry Clifton. So it was an interesting radio station. So let me turn it over to you, Bill. Is it really time for me to sign us off, Jeff, and thank everybody for participating on the panel and making it such an interesting show and all your great contributions that you do week after week after week after week? Well, I'm going to do that and wish you all the best, and we'll see you tomorrow, some of us, well, at 4 o'clock Eastern for the day of the Golden, oh, what is it? The Golden Age of well, Rock and Roll. How about the uh, Friday flashback? That's what yeah, I like. Something I like, like that. that. Something like that. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Some way, somehow, we'll, we'll figure it out and we'll get it done and we'll do that. We'll do that for Jeff and say thanks, everyone. And Jeff, what have we got coming up here real quick? Well, it's WINU-FM in Albany, New York, 104.9, and they call it Country Legends. And they have a good consulting voice, but then they use this localized voice with it. It just sounds, hey, like that. It's like, like, oh, it just grates on me. But I, but I wanted to put it in because they, they just made the format change last week. So what can I tell well, you? Well, we'll check out Country Legends, right? That's right, Country Legends. Everybody's used Country Legends, so... Might as well have country legends. So here we go. This week in my featured station segment, we're traveling to my hometown, Albany, New York, where nothing ever changes in radio. However, that's not true anymore, because this week Albany has gotten its third, yes, you heard me, its third country radio station, WINU-FM, transferring our frequency of 104.9. The station is owned and operated by Albany Broadcasting, and they've just recently dropped their alternative rock format for a country gold format. So without further ado, sit back and enjoy radio station WINU-FM from Albany, New York, on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Sit back and kick your feet up, because we're going to be here a while. Yeehaw! Here's another long set of country, and it starts now. Big Country 104.9 and 97.9, country's biggest legends.
Big Country, 104.9, 97.9. Well, the daughter of George Jones and Tammy Wynette will be at the Wood Theater, downtown Glens Falls, October 29th. To pay tribute to her mom and dad, Georgette Jones. Now it's George and Tammy on Big Country. In a pawn shop in Chicago, Golden Country 104.9 and 97.9. Country's Biggest Legends. Sing along with the rest of us. Country's Biggest Legends are on Big Country 104.9 and 97.9. Don't rock the jukebox. Country 104.9 and 97.9. Download our app today and take us everywhere. Download it free now at BigCountryLegends.com. Told you I'd leave a light on. Big Country, 104.9 and 97.9. Trace Atkins, every light in the house is on. Kevin Rich is with you this morning. Time for a look at our uh, Big Country headlines. Trace Atkins is going to be on the new Craig Morgan album. Jelly Roll, Luke Combs, Blake Shelton, Trace Atkins, just some of the stars, will make an appearance on Craig Morgan's just announced duet's album called Enlisted. He's going to reimagine some of his greatest hits as duets. Now, many of the collaborations have special backstories or memories associated with them. For example, Jelly Roll will join Craig Morgan for a new version of Almost Home, a song they performed together on the Grand Ole Opry stage. All right, by the way, Trace Atkins will be featured on one of the new tracks called That Ain't Gonna Be Me. Craig Morgan's new album, Enlisted, will be out October 20th. As I mentioned, the guests include Luke Combs, Jelly Roll, Blake Shelton, Gary Lavox of Rascal Flats, Lainey Wilson, and Trace Atkins. You heard about it first on Big Country. We're back to the classic country you know and love. Big Country 104.9 and 97.9, country's biggest legends. The country's biggest legends are playing all the time on Big Country 104.9 and 97.9. Big Country 104.9 and 97.9. Kevin Richards with you this morning. From Mickey Gilly to Garth Brooks. That's why we call it Big Country 104.9 and 97.9. And streaming everywhere at BigCountryLegends.com. Country 104.9 and 97.9. Toby, Garth, Willie, and more. Have a home on Big Country 104.9 and 97.9. Country's biggest legends. Big Country 104.9 and 97.9. WINU Altamont. WMML Glens Falls. W250CC Glens Falls. Country's biggest legends for the Capital District of North Country. Big Country 104.9 and 97.9. Big Country 104.9 and 97.9. In just a few minutes, I'm going to give you a word that could land you $1,000 in the Big Country Cash Payday. Uh-huh. 
The only two things in life that make it worth living We play the legends But it gets me sometimes I get the Suspicion Legends. Big Country 104.9 and 97.9. Country's biggest legends. She's so kissable. Country 104.9 and 97.9. Kevin Rich is with you this morning. All right, I'm going to give you another word that can land you $1,000. You're going to text this word to the number I'm going to give you here. 508 Seven 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 one thousand. All right, you got the number five zero eight seven 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 one thousand. You got the number. Here's the word rack r a c k. Rack up a grand right now. Text the word rack r a c k two. Five zero eight seven 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 one thousand. We're gonna have two one thousand dollar winners. Might as well be one of them, right? All right, here's the number again. Five zero eight seven 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 one thousand, and the word rack. Good luck. The Big Country one thousand dollar cash payday. It's your chance to win one thousand dollars twice each weekday. Listen for the keywords at eight ten a.m., eleven ten a.m., two ten p.m., and four ten p.m. And text them to five zero eight seven 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 one thousand. That's five zero eight seven 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 one thousand. You can win big money with the one thousand dollar Big Country cash payday on Big Country one hundred four point nine and ninety seven point nine. Playing Country's biggest legends. Complete rules are on BigCountryLegends.com. Big Country one. 4.9 and 97.9. Another long set of country's biggest legends is rolling now on Big Country 104.9 and 97.9. It's just what I do and I can't get no loving. Just what I do and I can't get no loving. It's just what I do when I can't get no loving. Big Country 104.9, 97.9. You can hear us everywhere now. BigCountryLegends.com. So up in the North Country, 97.9. Down in the Capital Region at 104.9. And all across the USA at BigCountryLegends.com. Six short months we went together. Now I'm going through the big day and don't mean Dallas. Play the legends. Big Country 104.9 and 97.9. Country's biggest legends. Before he cheats, Kevin Richards with you this morning. The People's Choice Country Awards on tonight. We've got two country music legends that will be honored. Winona Judd receiving the inaugural Country Champion Award. Certainly been an inspiration to so many through the years. And Toby Keith receives the Country Icon Award. And here's a guy that's certainly deserving of that honor. 42 top 10 records, 32 number one hits. He's done so much, too, way beyond music. His annual Golf Classics from the Toby Keith Foundation 
has raised nearly $18 million for charity, and his foundation, OK Kids Corral, offers cost-free housing for families of children dealing with critical illnesses. He's just one of those singers that says a lot more behind the scenes than you realize, and uh, he'll get a special honor tonight for everything that he does. Toby Keith, the first-ever Country Icon Award tonight, and Winona Judd, the first-ever Country Champion Award tonight. The People's Choice Country Awards live from the Grand Ole Opry House on NBC and streaming on Peacock. And Toby Keith and Winona Judd are two big stars you'll always hear on Big Country. The Big Country $1,000 cash payday. It's your chance to win $1,000 twice each weekday. Listen for the keywords at 8, 10 a.m., 11, 10 a.m., 2, 10 p.m., and 4, 10 p.m. And text them to 508-777-1000. That's 508-777-1000. You can win big money with the $1,000 Big Country cash payday on Big Country 104.9 and 97.9. Playing Country's biggest legends. Complete rules are on BigCountryLegends.com. Well, there you go. Big Country Legends is heard on radio station WINU-FM in Albany, New York. And the radio announcer you heard was Kevin Richards. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, want to let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F, Jeff, at allthingsradio.net. Or you can call that feedback line at 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595, hitting option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.